Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome to Boobays. Boobays, that's right. We're your hosts. I'm Joshua. And I'm Caitlin. And we're here to talk to you about... A shithole of a movie. That's right. That's what I would... You stole the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> um, but not to you. No, not to me. But that's okay, because today you're going to get two sides of the coin. We got some opposing, opposing views today, but... Um, as always, those are welcome because today we're going to be talking about Insidious. Yes, Insidious. 2010, directed by James Wan. Mm-hmm. Created by Lee Wannell or Wannell. 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 Lee, call us. Be on the podcast. Let us know. Yeah, so that way we can settle this. Um, and What if his name was Lay? Right? Oh, Lord. We're just getting <laughs> all kinds. I'm sorry, Lee, Lay, Wannell, Wannell, Wannell. 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 Um, Anal. I'm gonna have to find a YouTube video with like a, uh, you know, that's because that's how sometimes I'll I'll figure out how to pronounce someone's name when you find them like with an interviewer and then yeah. they say their name. I'm like, ah, okay, thank you. I um, did think about doing that for his last name, and then I was like, mm, yeah. I, I don't, don't even care like the enough. movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do, uh, we've seen this duo together. Yeah, definitely not the first mm-hmm. time with Saw. Yeah. Um, they've obviously worked continuously with the Insidious franchise, and then um, a few other movies as well. Um, one of them being one that I didn't know that he was even a part of, but anyways, long story short, he's in the game. We're making movies. Yeah. uh, Making movies that we've seen before. And this one is, uh, well, I guess we'll just get right into it so we can just start, you know, seeing your opinion and my opinion and see where it takes us. Yeah. Um, If you don't remember, I have long time of this podcast, like, during the whole duration of the podcast have talked about how I disliked this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was hoping that maybe while watching it again, you could take away something different. Yeah. And mm-hmm. come away with, I, I just can't get past Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. The thing looks like Darth Maul to me. I will say and that it's comical. Um, back in the day, for some reason, I remembered it being a bit more menacing. And mm. now that I looked at it, I was like, that's the man with paint on him. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I can see where, where that comes from. Yeah. And then sure. just, <clears throat> I'm, we all know I'm not a fan of faces being shown. Mm-hmm. It's much creepier when it's just an apparition or something like that floating on by. Like the little kid running through the house in that one scene. Mm-hmm. That was terrifying until he popped out of the mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Yeah. 
that more comical than yeah i can see but i don't know and then just the figure standing in the corner whenever the mom lorraine said that she had seen him and it just pointed yeah that was that was creepy Mm -hmm. that was creepy but once they show his face like right behind the dad's head i was like i audibly like like, laughed out loud like brings you in and takes you out yeah yeah so there's just a and like the two girls that the one ghost hunter guy sees tucker Mm -hmm. and whenever they just tilt their head and it has the like strings Mm -hmm. behind it like Mm -hmm. it's just that was stupid and those are things that i love about it really yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i just can't get behind it i don't know it was too too kitschy but it felt like it wasn't it's not it wasn't in on it Mm -hmm. it was like trying Trying to be serious trying to be serious and then had these moments Mm -hmm. where i was like okay well you've lost me Mm -hmm. yeah and that's kind of how i feel about the paranormal activity films as well i'm not a fan of those either i don't like those yeah yeah but i also don't like camera movement oh yeah you're Mm -hmm. not a fan of found footage yeah um and that's your favorite yeah (laughs) it's literally your favorite and it's like literally my least favorite yeah um but so you get you know you get a wide variety we're not just gonna agree on everything which is good well it's healthy well and that's be weird if we did the thing about horror too is that there are so many sub genres within horror as well so there's just so many ways that like and then so and then the then those start to like because then this movie too what i really took away from it or, or what i really liked about it is it wasn't just like a like possession movie or a paranormal movie it was also like a like a superpower movie because he has this like power to like astral project yeah like so which like, that was cool i will give it props i do think that it was an original kind of take on a movie mm-hmm. which and then or like a mixing of ideas, ideas yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it wasn't just you know it played into the supernatural realm and all those things and astral projection is a very real thing in my opinion um and you know oftentimes i've like read books and stuff too where people would astral project and they would go too far and then they would talk about you know you can't leave go too far because then your body's just left wide open you think those are the thing you think that those are the christians that like die and go see heaven or hell but then they're like come back and they think it was like a religious experience but it was really just them astral projecting yeah probably Hmm. interesting Anyways, like with yeah. near-death experiences yeah because they always say that they're floating over their body uh, yeah and can see like it and some or they see certain things or i don't know i don't know maybe is that the version of seeing the light you know what i mean mm. i see the light but yeah. anyways um astral projection yeah it, it's, it's a really cool concept because they're mixing a few different ideas and kind of making like a, a fusion of genres and um but yeah i do even in the opening like we're gonna get into it i it I'd, reminded me of poltergeist Mm, I can see. But with astral projection rather than being actually taken to a mm-hmm. different realm. Mm-hmm. Because of the little kid and then they're mm-hmm. trying to save the child. That makes sense. Um, The opening, the I, medium didn't, comes I didn't in. remember that the opening was like this and I didn't really care for it. What? With the astral the, projection? No, the credits and then the oh, like... Oh, yeah, uh, and the title card. And the title card. The title like, card was so... <laughs> it was... I. Uh, I think it would have been an okay thing to do had it like really led up to it 
uh-huh. but like the scene itself, you, like you could barely see the woman in yeah. the reflection. The lady in black. And like if they would have maybe leaned into it more there mm-hmm. and like really had her rush the screen or something and mm-hmm. then went into that insidious with the giant strings and everything mm-hmm. behind it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been a little more understandable and mm-hmm. believable, but it didn't lead up to it. So it just kind of left it with this like, Okay, why mm-hmm. am why is this title card so fucking intense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it was, and at the end too. Yeah, I liked it at the end because then it, it kind of makes it made sense. a little more sense. Yeah, and then yeah. I was like, ah, they should have just saved it for the end only. That yeah, and not cool. have had yeah. a title card at the beginning. I did kind of like how it started with the light bulb and then it went around. And yeah, with James Wan's name on it. Yeah, thing. that was cool. But then to me the opening credit scene with the like all the still images and then like apparitions kind of popping in and out a little mm-hmm. bit um I, I don't know why but that part very much gave like this is comical this is yeah this is funny like why what are we doing here yeah but i don't know that's i liked the <clears throat> one with the chair moving out on its own mm. i thought that one was kind you know of what good. it gave it American horse. Yes, that's what yeah. I was just. That's, that's literally what I was thinking. It gave like wannabe American horror story. Yeah, yeah that is, but not even as because yeah. the American horror stories Those intros are good. are good. Those are usually better than the entire season. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like especially for Murder House, that opening was so creepy, mm-hmm. and then Murder House itself wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't super creepy, but the opening was like, Ugh. yeah, like it had a lot of disturbing scenes on it All where I was just like. Uh, that creeps me out. Like the asylum one too, like mm, where it has the mm-hmm. lady like walking backwards up the stairs. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's scary. Um, but anyways, um, I digress. We're starting with you know all of our credits. We saw Josh at the beginning. He's sleeping. We saw kind of a lot of foreshadowing and what. And, and he's kind of wispy too. Mm-hmm. So it's like as we see, because we get this scene a lot, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. three times yeah. I think in the movie. So like, and what what I was gonna say is like it's like a for it's like a foreshadowing, but what we find out is actually flashbacks. Yeah, to when he was a kid, uh, yeah. Josh, our older pr- protagonist. I guess he's the protagonist. I don't know. Yeah, yeah the dad. Yeah, yeah the dad. Uh huh. Yeah, <clears throat> he. At first, I thought I thought all of them were Dalton. Mm, yeah, see, <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. I and, thought that was Dalton, but okay, good. But like knowing because I already seen the movie, right? Mm. Yeah, so I already knew what was up, but like. And watching it, I'm like, this easily, when I first watched it, I, I know that I thought, like, oh, this is just Dalton. Until you get, like, the twist midway through, like, that, like, his dad has the same gift as him. Yeah. Because the whole time you're thinking, like, you're not ever thinking, like, oh, the dad has this gift, too, or this and that. Because they do kind of a good job of making him, you know, he forgot all that shit. Um, but, yeah. Um, it's a foreshadowing in a way of, a, like, we get to find out later. But yeah. we, we get, we cut to mom waking up. Yeah. Um. And she. She looks annoyed at Dad snoring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's. It's got to be like I don't know, like a Sunday. Waking up, we're going downstairs. She. Like, you can tell that they moved in recently because there's boxes still, and they're you know she starts to unpack books and put them on the bookshelf. Yeah. Which uh, that bookshelf didn't even. Sorry, it didn't look like it was in a spot <laughs> that it should like be in. Yeah. It looked like it was blocking a built-in bookshelf in the wall. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Why would you put books on it before moving this bookshelf to its end goal? Or if that was the end goal, then that's a weird spot for a bookshelf. Yeah, Robert didn't. He watched the movie, but he didn't like this house. In, I guess in general, like wood. the setup. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't like all that much wood. I thought it was so beautiful with all the wood. I like the outside of it. Um, yeah, the outside. She didn't nice. like too much, but the uh, see this is the thing about like I. In theory, two-story or more-story houses are, like, so beautiful and looking to me. But, like, 
my sister lives in one and I guess I've been in other ones and like having to go up the stairs like every oh, yeah. damn day like that's just like my legs like I don't like it that's what I live in a townhome style right now yeah, yeah, and yeah. so my bed is always upstairs and mm-hmm. that's why a lot you of the times the I sleep on the couch <laughs> I don't want to have to go upstairs because I'm like oh, no can't be bothered I don't want to go up the stairs yeah yeah, yeah. but um it was, it, it was a beautiful staircase though um and yeah. we had and a lot of big beams like i did like that like yeah big, the wood chunky wood like uh, chunky wood sturdy mm-hmm. heavy um, duty wood she's putting these books up sorting them out but she comes across a photo album um she gets to looking at the photos you know and then we have um dalton coming out in his little matching set of uh, pajamas Jammies. and um telling her that he doesn't like his bedroom yeah um he he can't or i don't know if he he doesn't say he can't sleep or anything but he's just like mom i want to change rooms i don't like my bedroom and she says yeah i couldn't sleep either mm, that's so, what it is yeah. yeah um and he ends up looking at the photos with her and he's like or she's like oh look this used to be your mom can you believe this used to be me and he's like you're old now what? yeah, yeah. You, you have to be at least 21 <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny and she's like i wish that were true yeah she's like if only yeah that Same. was entertaining um and then you get you know just some cute little shots of them you know looking at this photo album and stuff and then we get our first little hint that dad doesn't have many photos of him as a child because mm-hmm. he says show me a picture of dad as a kid and she's like you know well he's really bad at keeping these things like mm-hmm. and we just don't have any pictures of your dad really mm-hmm. um and then they basically it flashes to her making breakfast for the kids right yeah and having breakfast the little fosters eating his cheerios on the floor and she's trying yeah. to talk to the bill collectors and dad you know she's like running the show and dad's just upstairs worrying about his grays mm-hmm. and stuff and i was like dude you're really not helping no, like he, wasn't. he was a very hands-off dad yeah it was kind yeah. of odd to me that he was the saving factor in all this because i was like mm-hmm. he wasn't super present or he yeah. was just like there he was like the fun parent yeah i can see that or maybe I mean it definitely gave like kind of more old school vibes where like she was stay at home mom and he was the like homemaker. okay honey and then like you know pets the sun on the head yeah Bye, gonna leave yeah I don't, uh, grabs a piece of fruit uh-huh that's waxy fruit not even real fruit yeah um but yeah all this is going on it seems a bit chaotic you know um yeah but I, I guess that's what most mom. I guess that's what most families feel like in the morning yeah like big families and especially when you're trying to get them up for school and stuff and Mm -hmm. she even says like are you taking the kids to school and he's like no i can't i got a pta meeting blah 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 Mm -hmm. and whenever this fool pulled up at like 11 27 p.m at night and i was like you are a school teacher what, what the you, fuck are you doing? Rob Robert said the exact same thing. He was like, "What? Like, I was like, this was man's cheating for so many hours." Mm-hmm. That's the side plot. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why he gets possessed. But we have spoiler alert, right? We have <laughs> him um, leaving for work, and then mom ends up going. You know, I guess after she dropped all the kids off and everything's happening, um, mom is at home. She's on the piano. She's singing. Apparently, we get kind of like I guess she in some sort of way is in the music industry or like composes or writes things yeah, to make money music and she just hasn't been working i guess i don't know i couldn't we don't get any elaboration because we find out later on that you know things were supposed to be better because they moved here and like 
I don't know if someone cheated or if like she had postpartum or because she has that baby, like the baby's fairly yeah. new. Um, yeah, just it doesn't really elaborate as to why things needed to be better. But it definitely makes it seem though like she's kind of lost her mojo in a way if that mm-hmm. makes sense, and mm-hmm. she's trying to find that. And so she's you know doing her little thing on the piano, and then the baby starts crying. So we, of um, course, over the baby monitor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is just. Baby monitors freak me oh, out. Oh, do they? I'm yeah, because there's been so many. I've listened to a lot of you know ghost podcasts, oh, okay. and there's so many stories of like parents hearing or seeing things over the baby monitor, mm-hmm. and like TikToks that I've mm-hmm. seen, and I'm I'll, just like, nope. I need to look that. That up. freaks me out. I would yeah. rather just carry the baby 24 <laughs> seven, and have baby with me, other than trying to listen to a baby monitor because that shit scares me. And I guess they, they do pick up interference, too, mm-hmm. don't they? I mean, I don't know how close in range they have to be with other baby monitors, but... I would shit or a do they Or do they pick up other types of radio frequencies, too? Like, yeah, I think, like, truckers and uh, stuff, uh, too. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that's wild. And they... The, also, like, how does that work? Because how are you sending sound through the air? <laughs> what we're doing right radio now. Radio waves. What? It's so crazy. Anyways, all it right. It just blows my mind whenever I try... When I try to think too hard about oh, how yeah. all this shit Bluetooth, was created, Wi-Fi, yeah. Oh, and then like the we were talking. In general, I, were you there the other day? I don't know if you were. I I think that was um when we were at one day that one day, and Robert and everybody, we were all kind of getting a little too mind fucked by like photos. Like, how are you telling me that like we're You're capturing capture. an image? Like with what? How? Yeah. Like what? And especially digitally. Digitally, like that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It is weird. Whoa. You can't think too hard about these things. No. Let's we're do- meant to be dummies. We're, we're in the matrix. For we're real. stupid. And so we have um, her then going to the attic. Uh, it seems Because as- she hears noises, oh, right? That's right. Yeah. The- there's something. There's definitely some sound coming mm-hmm. from up there. Because it lures her up there. And she goes up there and she's basically kind of exploring because then she's, you know, looking in there. We're seeing that the... Uh, ladder there's a ladder with a broken little what are the step a rung and then um the furnace comes on right yeah furnace pops on which is Mm -hmm. kind of like a little spooky spooky yeah i mean honestly yeah being in an attic or a basement and it's dark because she just has the flashlight yeah and so that's kind of spooky she turned the light on for a second but then Mm. i would have been like "Mm, nope this light's staying off until husband comes home then he can turn (laughs) it off and uh we then have it being nighttime apparently it's like already nighttime it's family time um dad comes home mm -hmm. everyone's playing we're in the living room she's asking like have you seen my box of sheet music Mm -hmm. and stuff because i can't find it anywhere she was pretty grumpy about it yeah and obviously they're like no no i haven't seen it um dad again is seemingly kind of uncaring and i think i think he just pissed me off yeah i think you just don't like the daddy um and i like patrick wilson though do you yeah see something about patrick wilson kind of like scares me a bit Uh, i don't know what it is i like him enough as ed no i've seen him like in everything it kind of he um i don't know what it is i think he's a fine actor like he does well in the roles but like something pastor vibes something about him scares me yeah he's got a secret <laughs> yeah i don't know what it is sorry not but but i but i like him in the movies that's fine but also maybe that's also yeah good i don't I, know of his character at all he, so i don't think i like him as a person 
because uh, I don't know anything about him. But yeah, yeah, as yeah. an actor, I think he's fine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I don't know. But I, I can totally see what you mean. That's weird. And, and I've always felt that way. I don't know why. It's really weird. But anyways, I'm sure he's a fine person. Who knows? But anyways, we have Dalton exploring, and he goes upstairs to the attic. Um, does he hear something as well? Or is it just that the door opens? The attic door opens. Right? Okay, yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> let me just go up to this door to just open by itself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely the fuck not. And he goes up there. It's dark. And he's looking around. He has, um, did he have a little cape on? I don't know. Or am I imagining that? I don't uh, think he had a cape on. But anyways, he's Yeah, exploring. I'm not sure. He might have. And he ends up trying to go up to the ladder um, to turn on the light switch thing. Yeah, because the light switch is really high up. Mm-hmm, and it's got one of those little dingly So high up things. that even mom needed the ladder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So he would have had to go on higher. That is unsafe for a child. Yeah. But anyways, he ends up uh, falling off of it because obviously the rung was broken. And when he falls back, he I mean, he honestly hit his head pretty hard. Yeah, he did. And he ends up hearing this noise next to him coming from the darkness. And we don't get to see what he sees, but his eyes get really big and wide. And he just starts, you know, we're back, back with the family downstairs and you, they can just hear him screaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we, again, never see what he saw, but... Mm-hmm. We do get that he's obviously scared. And so the parents, of course, come running up and they're checking him out. And they're like, oh, my God, are you okay? What's going on? Mm -hmm. And, you know, they discover he bumped his head a bit and his leg was hurting. Um, Pretty normal reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To falling off a ladder, you know, little kids do that. And and they overscare themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh so they're basically just checking on him. And as they stand up. They, we see the sheet music box in the corner mm-hmm. as dad's taking Dalton back downstairs. Um, and Renee's like, well, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think, did we already miss the part or it's going to come up when she's like, if y'all want to read my books, make sure you put them back. I think that was at breakfast that we missed oh, earlier. Yeah. 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 But so we already got this like inclination that things are kind of moving around in the house that she, she don't know. We don't know why they're moving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, things are happening that shouldn't be happening and well and she's thinking like, like well, and she's thinking like my kids are fucking around like you know my, yeah you know stop messing with my stuff you know um and because that's you know the rational because obviously we're not she's not thinking already like no one's well, mind immediately haunted. goes to ghost except for me <laughs> yeah and i was like mine actually does all the time I'm like, oh, that's a ghost yeah um but you know we end up going to bed everything was okay uh mom and dad are talking kind of having how what bed pillow talk before going to bed yeah it was really cute little Mm -hmm. banter between them and i felt like this part scene kind of like humanized them and Mm -hmm. showed their bond um a bit although it does seem to be like a little cheesy for different no oh okay i didn't think that i thought I, i thought it was cute okay um it just it's such a different bond that they're showing here than what they show the rest of the movie. I feel you, yeah. So the rest of the movie, it's very tense. And they feel like super connected here. Mm-hmm. Whereas the rest of the movie, it's like they're both on different. They're disconnected. I mean, she to the point where she has to be like, you're not here with me yeah. mentally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it does kind of show through a little bit whenever she's calling him back to his body. But mm-hmm. then like maybe that's why he doesn't actually make it back to his body because there was their bond isn't strong enough. super strong enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, but it it was a good scene. I thought it humanized well, them and did well. Um, as we watch the other movies, we'll you'll because you haven't seen the other movies, right? Because I've only like seen one. yeah, 
I've I've seen parts of two. Okay. But it was at a party and it oh, was that's on. Right. That's right. That's right. Um, in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like I remember some scenes of the old there's like an old lady in it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I so I remember like some scenes of an old lady, but I was also like this was one of those parties where I went into the bathroom, threw up so I can drink more. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was like gone. We weren't watching a movie. Yeah. We were watching a movie, but we weren't yeah it was i will have to give it props though because i do remember like actually wanting to watch it like people Mm -hmm. kept trying to talk to me and i was like can't you see i'm fucking doing something (laughs) i'm watching this movie right now (laughs) 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 give me some more (laughs) give me more um but yeah no because it's a continuation yeah but i i meant like when we watch the other ones you'll you'll kind of see like their relation like i feel like this makes sense this this it all it'll make sense mm. but but i'm intrigued but but anyways i digress um we have um uh d- the next day already we have them getting ready for work again for school and we uh, see something outside of dalton's window right oh that's right yeah, there's yeah, yeah. like something that's there mm-hmm. or it it's, looks like it's it, like formed with the tree mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. tree it, again it's very poltergeist ominous and spooky yeah and like the Something little boy there, with there. his tree outside uh-huh. his window and yeah. poltergeist. Yeah, that's true. And then it comes and tries to attack them. That's right. I remember. Yeah. That. Um, but um, yeah, that tree <laughs> actually was scary. Yeah. We have um, mom telling uh, what's his name? Dad, um, Josh. Oh, my gosh. That's my fucking name. Why couldn't I remember it? Yeah, for we real. <laughs> I was like, you mean your name? Renee telling Josh, um, you know, can you go wake up Dalton? He's not up yet. And so he goes to go wake up Dalton. And this right here, honestly, is a horror movie in itself because I feel like, oh, my God, as this is why I don't have kids. No, I thought that multiple times throughout this film was like, thinking like, oh, my God, having a, a kid must be so hard. Yeah, no, no, just yeah. anything, anything, anything could that could happen. And then just having to live through like with it looking and at the mom whenever she was just like breaking down and nurse. stuff yeah mm-hmm. and stuff i was like oh my god that's it broke my heart yeah because yeah, like and this right here is like imagine like like going up and like the like the love of your life because you know people are supposed to love their kids like that i guess not much but like it's just like not like responsive responding, and yeah they're like oh my god just like but a anyways. lifeless body yeah, yeah that's it's so terrifying so you know josh obviously goes up and he thinks like you know what any parent thinks like um there's they're sleeping so hard head. yeah get so out of bed he's trying to wake him up and then quickly it turns to just panic because josh is not waking up he's not responding he looks Dalton's dead. Not waking up yeah Dal- dalton yeah he looks dead yeah um, he does and so he like know, checks his he, his pulse and everything yeah his, or his, puts no, his, his hand on his chest and stuff make sure he's breathing yeah and i guess thankfully figures out that he's breathing he's breathing he's just but not responding yeah then we flash almost yeah. even scarier yeah because <laughs> you exactly, just then, you'd have then you're no, like what is going on no idea and so yeah we we show up to the to the doctor we're at the hospital yeah the hospital and the doctor's basically explaining that they've never seen anything like this before all of his brain scans came back normal there's like pretty much no reason he should be in a coma mm-hmm. um, but he is and then eventually the doctors start stop calling it a coma yeah be, they're just like we don't know what it is they don't have any medical explanation for it yeah and they're basically like he should wake up soon um, he should wake up but he's he's just not and uh, eventually it, it goes to them being three months later back at home with like a home hospice type of care yep mm-hmm. he's set up in his little room on a like the nurse is basically explaining how to install the feeding tube mm-hmm. 
I think, and everything like that. And just going through teaching the mom how to care for Dalton mm-hmm. in these times. Um, and it's been three months and yeah, Dalton's still not awake, which he, is, I totally had must the thought be of, so hard. It's so hard for a parent. And I had the thought of like, at some point, I'm pretty sure it's three months. So like maybe uh, at some point the doctors, I'm sure gave them the option of like, we can pull the plug or you can yeah. take them home. And like to imagine the thought of them being like pulling the plug while this little boy wasn't even like, He's just, you know, unfortunately, he's just floating around, you somewhere. know, stuck, you know, in pr- prison in the demon prison somewhere for a while. But yeah, um, that's wild. That's just wild. Because yeah, anyway, so Dalton, is, I wouldn't have given up hope if yeah. they had told me the brain scans were normal. I would have been like, no, some yeah, yeah. There's got to be some way that he'll come he'll back, come back, or we'll wait. But that is just like, that's crazy. But yeah, anyways. It is. And also, like, I couldn't imagine how fucking expensive their bills are going to be. Yeah. Because, like. And that's, like, when the dad says, oh, like, yeah. I have to pay for Dalton's medical bills. Yeah. And it's, like, you don't, you don't get paid overtime for being a teacher. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, those many They don't hours, pay you per test yeah. you grade. Um, I, th- I think also that also, yeah, it comes psychologically to you. I, I don't necessarily think he's a bad dad per se but i do think because of like she even said his avoidant issues like i think he just has no uh what's the word like he doesn't have a good coping mechanism like a productive coping Mm -hmm. mechanism like he just shuts down and maybe he was just so like i don't even want to go home and deal with that i'm just gonna stay here um but anyways yeah he uh, we have mom uh, i think this is she's at the piano again right and she's obviously having a hard time trying to come up with something and she starts hearing yeah, something and it's on all the baby like monitor. very mo- minor keys and oh, stuff very sad yeah. yeah it's not happy and it doesn't sound not that her song earlier sounded super happy but it you can l- tell was at least moody, a little bit more brooding. upbeat yeah this one was like mm-hmm. falling apart and and they she rose burns and i guess the the, the makeup department they do a really good job of like this, this woman looks look haggard like she is she's been through it she's probably depressed because you know her son's like in a freaking coma upstairs and yeah she's got this baby that's she's got bags under her eyes and, and stuff because of the ghost her baby just like is they won't let the baby sleep so it's crying all the time mm-hmm. um and so speaking she, yeah speaking she, of which the she, monitor goes mm-hmm. off and the baby is the baby crying or not yet? No, what she hears is like the yeah the she's whispers. hearing like whispering and, and it's like, I want it now. yeah she turns it up and it says give it give me it I want it now mm-hmm. G- give me it give it to me give me it blah yeah. blah blah I want it and now it's, she's and she, as she's getting closer to like you know looking up at the stairs and trying to see at the room and stuff and I love how she's just kind of like like there were. <laughs> I like how she's waiting for there to be a, to, for there to be a problem. But the minute that I hear like whispers coming from the baby monitor, I think I she would have been, like, been like going up. Yeah. There. But uh, maybe she wanted that element of surprise. I don't know. <laughs> but yes, they she they ends up it ends up yelling in the baby monitor to where I'm pretty sure she heard it. She heard it like both it, ways. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. It wasn't just like us hearing. That's that. what it seemed like. Yeah. And so obviously she gets so spooked that she drops the baby monitor and she runs upstairs, but there's nobody in the bedroom with her baby. And then the, you know obviously Callie she starts crying. Um, and I, I kind of wondered, was Callie short for something? But we never got it. But anyways, yeah. um, she's she's crying. And obviously, mom is kind of, she's super confused because she doesn't see anybody in the room. And she, like, even opens the closet, right? She's yeah, like, she checks behind the door, mm-hmm. opens the closet. She's looking all around. She can't figure out where in the world this noise came from. And so she's like, am I going crazy? Yeah. What is happening? 
Um, all she, very valid. Yeah. And she even discusses that with the dad later. She was like, the craziest thing happened to me. Like, yeah. you know, I heard these sounds and he was like, oh, it's probably just interference mm-hmm. and stuff. And she was like, no, it felt pretty real. Like it was, it was so clear. Mm-hmm. And that's that, when she brings up the thought, like, and things I've noticed things have been kind of moving in the house that yeah. I, I don't put them there, but they end up somewhere else. And it all ties in perfectly because we're about to get there actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it like was scenes, about... Because the only scene before this is she's talking to Foster in yeah. the bed. And, she's, and Foster says, this line creeped me out. Yeah. When he was like, uh, can I move rooms? I don't like sleeping next to Dalton's room. And he says, I don't like when he walks around at night. And the mom's and like. I was like, it, yeah. what? And the mom is definitely like. I love how she doesn't even ask Question. him. Question. Like, right? like, what do you mean? Yeah, like, what do you mean he's how, walking around at At what time night? specifically? And also. Yeah, that was just really weird and spooky ooky. Yeah. And uh, because then I'm thinking like why wouldn't she then like why aren't we just cuz obviously we go oh, to the up in front of Dalton's room. Exactly. Yeah, exactly because obviously we go to the next scene and they're getting ready for bed and she's just about to go to bed. Yeah. Like I'm like no, I would have been like oh had cameras. Mhm. Like what is going on? Like what? Everything Anyways, trying but... to figure it out. And then then I also had to wonder if it was Dalton actually moving himself mm-hmm. or if it was like that little kid spirit moving around. Mm-hmm. And it was just, you know, Foster lurking near thought it was Dalton's room. Yeah. And Foster, just the only thing he could logically think of was it being Dalton. Dalton. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yes. Yeah, so and and then so that scene mulls over, even though I feel like it should have been a bigger deal. And that's when we're with her and the daddy and they're having the conversation about like the baby monitor and the things moving. And it's kind of perfectly timed because as she's bringing all this stuff up and he's basically trying to like, you know, rationalize or, you know, be like, um, you know, I'm sorry that this is happening um, because she's also mentioning how like the baby won't go to sleep and is just crying. And she's just been really moody because of that. She hasn't been able to get anything done and it was supposed to be different, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, we get the banging um, on the front door. And he's like, who the hell is that at this hour? Um, and that's whenever he tells her to stay in the bed. He's going to go check it out. And so he goes downstairs and he's doing a little investigating. And His door wasn't locked to begin <clears throat> with, which was a red flag. Yeah. And uh, I feel like this as well is kind of, I feel more of the start for me, unless I didn't pick it up earlier in the film where the film starts taking more of a grayscale because throughout the rest of the movie, it's very, very gray. Whereas like the only colors that really pop through are the red or like that light blue, a light blue that would sometimes, but it was very grayscale. I don't know if you noticed that at all. I noticed it, especially when they're in the further Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. and like in the room and everything was like blue. Yeah. At that point. But yeah, I mean the movie did have a gray tone to it. I just can't remember if it was kind of always like that. Mm hmm. Or if what colors were really taken out, like washed yeah, out, yeah, almost like a sepia, sepia, mm-hmm. however it said. Um, but yes, uh, he's investigating. He's like, well, and nobody's at the. Also, it's a big ass door. Yeah, that door it's was a huge, huge front dude. door, perfect for moving couches through. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely wheelchair accessible. Um, yeah, <laughs> but he's looking can't see anything and so he's um at one point i think he does he grab something from he grabs something like a fire stoker thingy whatever uh, he grabs a flashlight is that a flashlight and he looks out the window oh that's later i'm sorry the mom that's when renee grabs yeah the a, hockey something stick. something okay yeah, yeah but he's he's looking around through the house and he doesn't see anything 
Um, but then I think he ends up going upstairs, right? Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, he a- locks the door back and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he goes upstairs. Oh, because Renee screams because she goes to the baby Callie's room and she thinks she sees... Um, she sees someone behind the bed yeah the curtain yeah that's what it is and then he goes up there they're not there obviously and that's whenever the alarm goes off and And then then, he gets back downstairs and the front door is wide open after he just locked it and the little chain is swinging yeah Yeah. and the alarm's blaring and then he like shuts it again Mm -hmm. and he gets back upstairs or something right and then the door just keeps opening Mm -hmm. something else happens where he's just investigating yeah. For the most part. But then it's just kind of like next day and he's at work. <laughs> um, yeah. And mm-hmm. this is where he pulls up at 1127 or whatever. And I was like, that's getting home awful late for a teacher. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and um, um, on uh, this part, because it's the next day, because it's the next day and he's at work, Um, whenever he's um in front of that chalkboard mm-hmm. and he's on the phone with her um james wan and a bunch of other producers i think were na- their names were written on the board as oh. if they were students in trouble and if you look behind him jigsaw is drawn on the board oh cool did you notice it at all no i never noticed that when i first watched the movie and then robert pointed it out and i was like oh i didn't even like see that the kids hmm. like literally here's patrick wilson's face on the phone with renee or telling her like hey i'm gonna be homely and it's like jigsaw like this big on the chalkboard wow it wasn't even small it was like huge Mm, yeah. interesting yeah um, i definitely wasn't paying attention to the chalkboard behind him and so and then this is where we get him kind of having these flashbacks as well but, yeah uh, mm-hmm.
And then, so he's getting home late. That's cool that all that stuff was behind him. Mm-hmm. I want to go back and pause it now. And which I did watch it. this movie for, well, I didn't have to pay extra for it. But I watched it on HBO Max. Where did you watch it? HBO Max, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watched yeah. in the same spot. Yeah. So technically it wasn't free because we pay for that streaming the service. But yeah. But it was nice to. So yeah, I'll be I able to so. go back and, and they have all watch it. They have that one there. Yeah, and I, I saw that they had Insidious Chapter Two as mm-hmm. well. So the only one that I think you might have to, but you shouldn't. We'll just give you Robert's login. Honestly, is because we bought it. We didn't win it. Oh, like okay. We bought the newer one, the newest the one, newest because one. it's still yeah. It was it, it's still new to where it's streaming, but it's not like free streaming you think it's on prime for like renting or something oh, mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. um and so yeah we have um josh he he got home late and this is whenever you know renee um because a while ago she was talking with that nurse she had the breakdown and then she was gonna the nurse was gonna which honestly is probably good that the nurse didn't change the seats because then i feel like cps would have been called called yeah but you know uh renee is trying to change the sheets on dalton's bed and she notices that there's just like this creepy ass red handprint like blood stain on the uh on his sheet and so this obviously freaks her the fuck out and then whenever josh gets home late again because this yeah. was he got home late this is probably like at 11 27 this yeah. probably been the whole week yeah and then she kind of like heard him come in and then the next day where they were at the bed mm-hmm. side and then that night he comes home and she's sitting on the front porch waiting for him and yeah. she's like it's 10 30 like what, what the, the fuck, fuck are you, you doing? been doing yeah, yeah. 
And, and he's trying to be like, I was I was grading the test. And she's like, never ha- in your all these years of you teaching, have you had to stay like this late? This late ever. Like, mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm trying to pay Dalton's medical bills. And she was like, no, you're avoiding this. Mm-hmm. And then she basically, they just kind of, you know, get into a fall- fight. And mm-hmm. there's, she's saying like, because she's saying there's something about this house that they need to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you're saying the house is haunted? She goes, no, I know the house is haunted mm-hmm. kind of thing because she keeps seeing things. And then she hands him that bloody handprint sheet and says, deal with this. Mm-hmm. I love how she did that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, bitch. Um, and so it ends up. And then at this point, we go to Dalton's room. And this is when we get um, hands on his window. Yeah. Through the middle of the night. Um, so definitely something is after Dalton. Um, and then this is whenever we get Renee waking up in the middle of the night. I guess, I don't know if that was her nightmare or it was happening. And then just coincidentally, she was having some sort of nightmare because she wakes up screaming in the middle of the night. Yeah. Cause I, it looked like we were having a dream sequence. Like one of the ones of like the flashback, mm. like the astral projection of like dreaming of Dalton. Cause I put dreaming of Dalton in his room. But it wasn't Dalton. It was Josh. It mm-hmm. was the same flashback as mm-hmm. the the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And so I thought it was the dad dreaming at first because they the just shown him point. on the couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden Renee wakes up screaming. Yeah. After the bloody handprint things, and um, yeah. Oh, this part was creepy. Oh yeah, because she's just like waking up from this like state of like. Sk- terror and she's just kind of laying and she's sitting upright in bed and then we see this ghost figure walking outside of the window yeah like or it could have been a real i mean we know it's a ghost yeah but but to her oh yeah it could have been like could have been a real person up there yeah um and so she's like what the fuck and she's just trying to be like she's trying to scream josh without like you know being so like noticeable and she's like josh josh and then the guy just fucking comes operates like through the wall like through the wall well, he doesn't come through the wall. What it is, is like he's pacing out there. And then all of a sudden for her visual, he's, he's like inside. Inside, yeah, and pacing. And then looks at her and then just starts to like come after her. But what was so funny to me is his like, oh. like he's like squealing yeah. coming towards her. Um, and so sorry to use the guys with headphones. And so she <laughs> ends up uh, ending, you know, backing up and ending up on the floor. She's like screaming and crying in terror. Josh at this point wakes up because she's screaming. The baby is crying. Um, and everyone's crying. Everyone's crying at this point. And then she's just begging Josh to leave. Mm-hmm. She's like, I want to get out of here we need to get out of and here and she's like don't you dare not believe me like we need to go I there's leave someone now. just in here right now like mm-hmm. we need to get out of here and he's like okay i believe you and she's like not another night and so then we flash to them moving houses because apparently it is that easy yep to just up and leave your house in the middle of the night and find a new house yeah and be in that one because i was like this is the most unrealistic part of these <laughs> this movie yeah. is how much like and also do like didn't y'all just buy this house mm-hmm. like is that Your a money's thing tied up in it yeah i mean you can like resell the house and then refinance like your mortgage and get it to get that loan basically to apply to a new house but it's not an overnight process by any means so we have her anyways unpacking with josh's mom who is kind of a little pointed i feel like and even when she's like honey the way you look 
you deserve rest or something like that. Or oh, something like see, that. I here I was like, what an understanding mother-in-law. Oh. She's so kind. <laughs> and I was taking it as like, damn, she's saying she like tore up. Well, yeah, I mean that that line, yeah, but it, it seemed like she was being more yeah. like in the caring. Yeah. Aspect At one point, I thought like, I was like, is she trying to put a move on her? Oh, <laughs> yeah, she was like a little touchy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're having this conversation and yeah, you're right. I mean, because she's like, you know, being like, you know what you're going through. Like, it's like d- nobody understands how you're feeling. Like you, you deserve to feel however you feel kind of yeah. situation. Um, your feelings are valid. Um, and like understanding why she understood why they had to get up and leave houses in the middle of the night and stuff mm-hmm. too, which I was like, oh, I yeah. feel like most people would be like, you're crazy. You're crazy. Which we're yeah. all over here like that's crazy yeah <laughs> but um they end up th- talking about how um because uh, the mother what's what's the, lorraine lorraine yeah lorraine i love how her name's lorraine and then you have the other movies with patrick because it's like lorraine ed. Warren and ed yeah yeah um but anyways he, she starts to mention about how like she is surprised that she got josh to stay still for a photo because he took a photo and we've already gotten like hints that like josh does not like his photos taken mm-hmm. um and the mom is being really like you can tell something's something's up because yeah you know she's acting weird she seemed <laughs> a little cryptic yeah with it because of the way that she just but then again i was thinking like well i mean i guess it is nice to have a photo of your son and like if he really didn't like posing for photos and stuff then maybe that's why she's so sentimental about this photo mm-hmm. and staring at it for so long mm-hmm. but she probably was looking for a lady in the background true that oh i didn't think about that you're right um, and so we have mom now, I guess, you know, kids are at school, dad's at work. So she's cleaning around the house. She's in yeah, picking to- up a whole ass like Cheetos and yeah, shit from the I kid's bed. Like, not when I was about to call him Topher, not Topher. Topher. Um, oh, knew a Foster, Foster. You knew a Topher? Yeah. I, I never knew a Topher. His full name was Christopher. But oh. instead of going by Chris, he went by Topher. Huh. That's interesting. Isn't yeah, it? that makes sense. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I never, I mean, I don't know. Are all Tophers and Christophers and we just don't know? Maybe. Maybe. I've never met another Topher. Well, there's a Topher, that Topher guy from that 70s show, right? Topher, the dude who plays the main guy. I think that his name, his friend's name is Topher. Oh. Something Topher. Or it's Topher something. But anyways, um, so now I'm thinking like, is her name actually Christopher? Anyways, all Maybe. right. So we have um her cleaning up and then she ends up walking by and we see like this little like newspaper boy type of fifties. Yeah, like a car. newsies. Newsies, boy. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, did you, did you notice one of them? Yeah, I was like, who the fuck's standing <clears throat> in the laundry room? Yeah, I was, and she didn't notice. No. And she just walks right by. And it does kind of look like maybe a coat hanging or something, but you would know if you had a coat hanging there. Yeah. Um, but anyway. And also, it was a little too low to the ground. Yeah. Like, um, it looked like someone standing there. Yeah. And a little hat. But anyways, she walks right by and she ends up grabbing some trash. She's going to, she's taking it outside to go out. And at first, whole, I thought I was crazy. I was like, oh, yeah. did I just picture that? that? And then I was like, no, that, there. there had to have been something there. And then once the record skips and uh, this is what we've talked about a lot of times before mm-hmm. with like smile, trying oh. to get like lollipop, lollipop at the mm-hmm. end and stuff to like, you know, take a somewhat happy song and then turn it creepy. Mm-hmm. This film did tiptoe through the tulips well. Yeah. I think it makes it creepy and you can't 
think of that song now without thinking of insidious yeah um so i i think they did a good job with that <laughs> the way you look like you that's like hurting you to say like <laughs> they did a good job with that part but um no I, I i feel like it definitely added to the creep factor um because that record starts skipping and instead of what she was playing it starts playing what she said tiny tim tiptoe which is in itself is a creepy creepy song and i know yeah because it's like saying and, and before out the window yeah um it's creepy lyrics but yeah. also like the the demeanor in which he sings it in his little voice and then like uh-huh and the ukulele it's all kind of can be a little menacing um, yeah and, th- and before this what i knew it from was from spongebob because mm. it was in spongebob mm-hmm. um but um yeah we have him playing that song and then you, we go inside and she's like noticing that obviously this whole different ass song is playing and then um she notices like the door starts to open um oh before she walks in it's because she sees him run by right or she sees him dancing oh okay yeah at the, the record player oh that's right he's like sitting okay, there like yeah. doing a little jig, jig. okay but he's and backwards that's yeah. Right. yeah 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 which that part made me be like come on it takes you out of it yeah, yeah a yeah. little bit yeah but i mean I, it was just a little kid trying to have fun mm-hmm. like and listening to his favorite little creepy song or was it though because when you see his face it's like an old, old man old man yeah that's on a true kid. but anyways yeah she's she's chasing him throughout it's benjamin button she, it is she's following where she thinks he is throughout the house kind of leading him to um not tover foster's room and mm. then she ends up going into dalton's room and we think that he is you know hiding underneath a little curtain but no he is on top in the cupboard and he pops out right in front of her um and that's the part you didn't like yeah because it kind of takes away the like creepy it, aspect it, of uh-huh. i get what you mean yeah i i just thought that the the whole chase scene throughout the house was much more terrifying mm. than that instance itself it was leading although up that to would something. scare the shit out of me if something popped out of <laughs> a little wardrobe yeah, in front yeah. of me like that would that would scare me i feel um, like that, that but that, whenever it happened i was just kind of like eh. mm-hmm. i think also too it would have been a good moment for like them to not have had that jump happen yeah you know what i mean because it was creepy enough to just have him disappear because then it's like where the fuck did he go yeah if they would have just left it with her opening it up opening up the bottom half of the cupboard yeah and it only having those shoes there and that was it and it was it creepy enough i would have been like where is he sold where the fuck did he go because that's even scarier jump out of because then you don't you're just like looking your shoulder like yeah but anyways um he ends up doing that and then she's like whoa that was the final straw because now it's not longer like okay our house was haunted it's like this something's following us following us and so that's when dad comes home and we have the priestess here we have uh mom here and he's like okay what's going on this is the start of a joke or something right and yeah and he was like you walk in with the priest and your wife or something mm-hmm. and start of a bad joke right yeah. um and then that's whenever we have lorraine sitting them down and you know discussing how she had a dream the night before she was in this house and she could she knew everybody was asleep but she felt like something was awake and was watching and so she ended up going to dalton's room and that's whenever she sees that figure standing in the corner, which always freaked me out when I first watched it. Yeah, this part was this part was creepy. Mm-hmm. And she's just explaining how like she asked him. Yeah. And saying like there was something in there with him. It was, you know, I can't unhear what he said, even though like we never heard his voice. She we can. only saw like 
her retelling and then him pointing with his long spindly kind I of love fingers. How it, like, yeah, when like yeah, yeah, with the creaking. That was like that was creepy. Mm-hmm. And then then it ruins it for you. Yes. I loved it. I like it. It doesn't ruin it for me. I think it adds to it, but it's, it's I just put L O L Darth Maul looking ass. Yeah. Um, he, uh, she, she comes back, you know, from like getting, you know, she's telling them about the dream and then she looks behind, um, Josh and the demon is right behind him. Yeah. And she's like, ah, and so she knows, she just hops up. She's like, oh my God, oh my God. And then I think that's whenever they're just kind of like, um, Josh is like, okay, I guess something is going on. But even at this point, he's like, y'all, y'all are just, y'all are crazy. both crazy. Yeah. and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I'm supposed to believe that this place is haunted. Right. But But then that's whenever we hear Dalton's room, like making all those noises and he, they end up going into his room and um, they can't because the door is locked and, you know, obviously something's keeping them out. The doorknob is even like going up and down, whatever. And so as he's, he breaks down the the room, the door to the room and they get in there and everything is just like trash, trash. Everything's everywhere. Dalton is on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, like the place is destroyed and you kind of get, you can like feel the entity running up the stairs too. Mm-hmm. I feel like or running down the hallway to get mm. to it and stuff, which was creepy. And, you know, that sucks for Dalton. Poor Dalton. <laughs> Literally. Just, just getting thrown around. Thrash. Like a little rag doll. Um, and so at this point, I feel like he's kind of like, okay, something obviously is going on here. And then, because it... Cause it, cause this should be like make you believe, right? But then we have them later, and then he has that whole thing where he's like, "Y'all are exploiting, whatever." But I'm like, "Bro, you saw your kid's room, like, and then like, yeah. how explain that? Like, how how else?" But anyways, sorry. Um, we have Specs and Tucker who are here. We're introduced. They are inspecting the house because, um, Lorraine, you know, suggested that she knew somebody who could help. But before she can come, these are her, you know. Uh, employees that make sure that they kind of vet the area and make sure that it's yeah. actually haunted and not just somebody being wanting attention yeah there you go or the well, crazies the crazies that's, that's what, he what he says right yeah, yeah it helps weed out the crazies and so they're checking the house out and this is whenever tucker is doing the thing with like all of his inventions that he created and he's like it looks like it does look like those little toys that kaleidoscope mm-hmm, yeah kids play with that have the pictures and so he's going through the whole house and he ends up seeing these like this ghost girl behind the, the clock like smiling at him and the two ladies the, and then the two ladies yeah um and so that's whenever we have him backing up into the living room talking to um specs specs who's talking to the, the parents and he's like we can call elise now um and then elise arrives and i le- and i actually like this lady was meant for this role i don't know but you don't like her do you I thought her whole interaction whenever she first arrived was very forced and it felt like I was watching people act. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. It mm-hmm. didn't feel mm-hmm. like, I mean, I think she did a good job later. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially whenever she first arrived, I was like, this is forced well, and it's not a natural feeling scene at all. Oh, okay. Well, I did get the sense of like, man, she's coming in here really light and these people are like going through it and she's yeah. like, hi, hello. Oh my God. And it's okay to meet you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. I think she was, yeah, trying to make light of the situation, but it felt like she was being fed lines mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. was repeating them. Oh, okay. I like, it felt mean. like I was, like, I was watching, like, it felt like bad acting. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I disagree, but it's okay. 
Um, and so we have just her... mainly in this intro mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Like later on, I think she does okay. Yeah. Um, she wasn't like a standout role, in my opinion, mm-hmm. in the film. It's funny because she gets like three other films. It's funny <laughs> how how. Oh, she doesn't die. No, she's dead. But because oh. people loved her so much, they, they the, brought, the rest of back. their films are they're pre what happens uh, in this series. They're prequels. Um, I so see. we the like the the third one and the fourth one are are prequels. And then this last one that came out brought it back to do one, two, and then like the fifth one is actually the third one, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, Miss Elise, she's here. She's going to help them out. She's asking them questions. She ends up going to Dalton's room and she um, and says she drops this line saying that she's I haven't seen you since you were young. Like, mm-hmm. and he's like, Wicca, what? Yeah, yeah. And she was like, yeah, I've been friends with your mom for a very long time. It's true. Kind of thing, which was like foreshadowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Specs and Tucker, that's their Sex name. Specs and Tucker, yeah. Mm-hmm. They annoyed me. Okay, yeah. They're supposed to be, I feel like, the the comedy, the comedic levity. Comedic relief, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just was like, can y'all, like, their whole interaction also felt forced. forced. Okay. Like, it didn't belong in the film. Like, I would have just rathered them. Have maybe not had characters? Or just been one together? Yeah, or just not have talked. Mm, okay. Because it was just their dialogue itself wasn't really funny to me it was mm-hmm. more it felt like big bang theory like okay. just annoying you're waiting on like a zing like the little yeah ah, laugh track kind of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like and it, it just was i think they were definitely supposed to play like buffoons yeah like the bumbling idiots kind of thing yeah. yeah yeah and i just i wished that they would have not been that way yeah i feel you maybe taking it more seriously mm-hmm. okay Mm-hmm. I don't think this like film very, needed like, to have comedic relief, or if they did, it needed to be actual funny stuff and not. Or, or it's almost like just cheap one-liners. Like they didn't know where the movie was. Yeah. Like they didn't know if they were making like a comedy horror movie or like if they were making like a real horror movie. Yeah. Because if they, they would have leaned into the comedy aspect, then I would have appreciated. It would have fit. Yeah, it would have. It would have fit. Yeah. And then like how cheesy some of the like ghosts and stuff were. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have appreciated it more, mm-hmm. I think. But then... More it, camp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because they were definitely campy when the rest of this movie was like, this is there's kind of taking itself more serious tone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this movie felt like it was trying to take itself seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it had moments where it was like also trying to be a different film. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what bothers me about it. Okay, I feel you. The most. And so we have um, them explaining that Specs draws what Elise see, uh, sees and hears, I guess, which um, quote unquote could be the most serious or what's like it's the mo- he says something trying to make a joke. Or Easily the most important part of her process. Yeah. And, and that's when like, yeah. Tucker's like, whatever, arguably. Yeah. Like he was like, I could argue that my stuff is also super important mm-hmm. kind of thing um but we have her in the room she's looking in the corner of like the the ceiling whatever you call it, where all the yeah. points meet and she's seeing something and so that's whenever she starts to describe to tucker like you know very fast and just kind of in whispers like you know he's got black face his arms face, are, his black. arms and legs are black mm-hmm. he, he has, has hooves, for, hooves feet. for feet yeah long fingernails and i love how 
Renee is so like wanting to see that she like totally interrupts the process and is just like, let me see. Yeah, I was like, yeah. mom loses her chill mm-hmm. and interrupts the whole drawing process. Also, sorry, she wasn't. <laughs> this part cracked me up a bit because mm-hmm. Elise wasn't being super descriptive. No, not. She not- was just like, his arms are black. His legs are black. His body is black. <laughs> yeah. His face is blood red. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then all of a sudden, somehow. He draws exactly what it kind of looks like. What it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like. How do you know it wasn't like a blob? She was like not being like... very descriptive. <clears throat> and then at one point, he was like, slow down. And yeah. I was like, boy, she's just said every part of him is black. Yeah. You don't just draw a black figure. Yeah. Like, what do you need her to slow down for? I don't, I, I don't see. know. Um, and so it's a little, it just made me laugh a bit. And, and then we have her obviously, or him drawing and coming up with what looks like, you know, the thing that we've seen so far, the Darth Maul looking creature. And so she ends up taking them to the room and she's like, I don't know if y'all are ready for this, but I'm gonna tell y'all anyways. And she's like, Dalton is not in a coma. He is lost. He is haunted and he is an astral projector and he is stuck in this place called the further, um, a demon, basically because he's in the further his body is a vessel and all these ghosts want to like get into him because they crave life but unfortunately those aren't the only things that have found him in the further there's a demon that now wants his body and this demon only wants it because he wants to inflict pain on others yeah and um basically oh and also rose burns um the lady who plays renee Mm mm-hmm acting for her life right now because those tears look like real tears yeah no she was probably my favorite actress and the like the favorite acting wise yeah yeah she did a good job of me believing that she was a a mother who was like just like tormented by because what's happening to her kid because like those were real tears dude and she's just like and and you can tell that she's like every word that elise is like she's like like eating Hanging it. on yeah. it. And while Josh is over here, like, you know, this bitch cuckoo being, being skeptical. Cocoa puffs. <laughs> literally. And so that's whenever he ends up breaking. Now he loses his cool and he's like, y'all need to get out. Like, you know, this is a bunch of hoopla, shenanana. Y'all are exploiting. On, she like, also says an insidious. Yeah. This, oh, yeah. The demon has an insidious agenda. And yeah. I was like, roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. Um, and so. And he, you know, basically is saying that they're exploiting and they're just going to want money and like that's horrible what they're doing. And I love how Elise is just like, mm-hmm, I, okay, okay, I get it. Bye. Get it. Good luck. And she literally tells yeah, her she, good, good luck. luck. She's I like, was like, good luck. <laughs> damn. I was like, well, don't be mean to the mom. Yeah. The mom was believing you. It's so funny. And so um, this, anyways, they're gone. It seems as though like, okay, we turned down the only help that is, you know, being presented. But we have Josh and uh, who ends up going to um, Dalton's room. And he's kind of having this little chat with him. Um, and he's like asking him like, you know, where'd you go? Like, you didn't go to the further, you're right here, right here. But then he's asking like Dalton, like, please give me a sign or show me like, you know, where you're at. And this little picture falls off the wall. And perfect timing because also, too, I'm thinking to myself, y'all motherfuckers moved twice now and moved these pictures. And y'all ain't tell me y'all didn't look and once at these at pictures. Ever. Yeah, that There's was a little hard for me to believe, too. Demons on these pictures. Because I was like, and like, he basically drew the same exact figure that y'all saw in the picture already. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he has one picture of him sleeping and it says, tonight I watched myself sleep and then I flew away. Yeah. And that's it that's what it takes for Josh to realize like, 
oh, this shit oh is real. shit, this is real. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, you're telling me you never once looked at these photos and thought like and drawings maybe I on should his wall. Ask my child. What do you mean by this? Yeah, and also why are you drawing demons, ba? Yeah, like mm-hmm. there some of them. And then like he, he also drew the red door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and stuff. The red door was on there. It was funny because not the black. not the demon having a vanity. Did you notice that in that one picture? No, it was like it had the vanity. It was so funny, little... which we guess we see later. Why? I guess this wasn't a event. Maybe it was like his little macrame stuff. Or I don't yeah, know, but um, funny, funny. Anyways, I was, <laughs> I was like, not the demon being. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but <So> we... <laughs> I, I could see that. Right. With why, the house why and is stuff. He, why is like... stealing a little boy? Yeah. It's given, given predator. But anyways, um, we have um him you know obviously not believing so he tells renee okay like and you know let's do it so then we come to the next scene where we're having a lease over tucker's specs and it seems to be like a seance of some sort yeah, like a communication ritual where she's trying to you know she puts on this mask this gas mask looking thing connects it to specs who has headphones and then which i thought was incredibly dumb mm, it seems a bit much outlandish which when we already witnessed earlier that she could do that to him without having any of that on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, she ends up going to the further and telling them, like, I'm going to try to make contact. She also tells them, like, look, I'll be up front with you all. If I don't make contact or talk with anybody, then, like, I'll tell you. Like, I'm not. She's basically trying to be like, you know, you can trust me. Like, we're gonna, yeah. yeah. I, regardless, I'm going to be truthful with mm-hmm. the outcome. Um, but also be prepared for the outcome to not be good. Because it could kind be. Kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, it could be stuff you don't want to hear. Yeah. Um, and so she finally makes contact with him after like calling out to him and, you know, starts talking with him as Specs is writing or no. Yeah. Specs is writing mm-hmm. out the interaction and, you know, she's like asking like where he is and he, he doesn't know it's dark and he is scared. And um, he says like, there's no way out mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Cause she was like, follow my voice. It'll help get you out or something. And he was like, there's no way out. And, and he's telling her to be quiet because he's like, they, they're going to hear you. And it's funny how <laughs> the man with fire on his face will hurt you. Yeah. And then she's It'll like, they're not going to hear me, Dalton. And literally two seconds later, he's like, they heard you. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, and yeah. then shit starts hitting the fan, mm-hmm. basically. Because um, they got that flashing light bulb that's supposed to let them know when like a spirit presence is, is detected, detected. Like a, either a temperature change, which is a thing that people actually do, mm-hmm. um, or I guess if like bodily mass or something is detected i don't know yeah yeah somehow these flashes detect it and they go off so like the whole time it's basically like you know close your eyes if you have any type of uh, sensitivity sensitivity to light light. yes because it's going off popping off and then all of a sudden she starts to talk to not dalton but the demon and it's like you bitch i'm gonna rip your innards out and and i know who you are and i'm gonna come for you um yeah, situation for you <laughs> God. um and so <laughs> come on you and then that's whenever we have her like shaking and convulsing basically with that mask on and then it's the way that like you, we we hear all this going on the room i think there's i don't know if there's a wind going on i don't know but supernatural she, forces yeah, are at work she ends up like basically passing out i guess a little bit and they're all just kind of looking at her like is she alive or not because even specs like tries to touch her yeah and that's whenever um we hear the heart rate monitor just go be flatline flatline and then dad is like dalton and then dalton just appears right next to them 
and starts to hit the table and then they all like yeah, he fly puts everywhere. his hand on the table and they all fly back and then he flips the table and mm-hmm. he's like oh. mm-hmm. and then other guy that was pacing outside the window shows up and he comes and he's like licking mom's face mm-hmm. and, and then we have and one of my favorite parts in the whole movie is fucking elise, elise. coming to and then she's just like grabbing dalton by the hair and she's just like this it's so funny because she's it was just like funny. shaking this child I, and poor dalton looked like he came through in some moments and was like please stop yeah <laughs> he was just like ah yeah. and then um she ends up i guess exercising the demon out of him for the moment i guess or whatever but um this it's a lot that happens it's pretty uh, what's the word for everybody like what the fuck um and so we have specs and um right tucker talking in the truck and he's telling him how like i we got you know uh pictures of everything kind of thing um no, they're looking at the camera. That's right. And he's like looking at it frame by frame. And yeah, that's when he shows him that Dalton was like had the demon possessing him. At the yeah, yeah. Because Specs had Specs got thrown against the wall mm-hmm. and stuff. So he had raw meat on his face, which I'll never understand why people do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, yeah, was showing him the pictures frame by frame of the demon attached to Dalton. Mm-hmm. And then um, basically then Lorraine comes in mm-hmm. and Josh is like, what the fuck's going on and then elise is like yeah i called your mom as soon as the seance was over because we have we've got some shit to tell you josh you better sit down and basically they explain that josh was a gifted traveler as well that what has happened to dalton was passed down to him Mm -hmm. from his father and that you know they basically had to block this from his memory and everything and that you know throughout his childhood he would see this old lady Mm -hmm. have dreams of this old lady and be kind of tormented by her saying that she was coming after him and then in all of his photos and stuff we find out why he doesn't have any baby photos because all of his younger photos of himself have this old lady that's getting closer and closer and closer and closer to him each time up Mm -hmm. until the last photo is her basically reaching out and almost touching josh yeah um, and so Elaine had advised her mom to like re- hypnotize him, make him forget about his ability, about the photos and to never and to not take his photo anymore. Yeah. So that way he would forget. Um, and so and she's, you know, they're looking at these pictures in this box and um, it's starting to make sense at least a little bit. But he still doesn't remember any of that. And so that's whenever they tell him that since he has the ability to, you know, astral project and do what a son can do he is the only one that can go in there because josh is um sorry um dalton is so stuck in the further that yeah he's gone too far he needs him to go in there to get him back yeah um he can't do it on his own and so that's whenever josh is kind of like okay i guess we're gonna do that (laughs) yeah um because it's pretty um what other choice do they have yeah it's kind of like last resort yeah um and so that's whenever josh ends up sitting on the couch and they're like it's kind of basically like a hip hypnotherapy session almost mm-hmm. because she's got the, got the metronome, metronome going, going. pitch pokey on me coke mm-hmm. um and so she sets him down and it's that you know follow my voice you're gonna close your eyes and you're gonna pretend you're you know she starts to lead him into the further and yeah, it's let my voice be your guide keep mm-hmm. a st- steady stride into the further you go 
and he ends up like a little rhyme yeah very dr seuss and he ends up like coming off the couch and he's like yeah look this doesn't work i'm telling you it's a waste of time but then he notices like he is in the further i have no idea what i'm doing Mm -hmm. kind of thing and then uh, but he is doing it then he's like okay well here we go once he realizes and she says that let my voice be your guide sentence Mm -hmm. and uh he grabs his lantern and heads out the front door mm-hmm. and into this pitch black darkness it's yeah. like you can't even the light itself is like only lighting his face and nothing else really mm-hmm. in front of him until we see the figure of a kid rush by yeah. and you think it's dalton mm-hmm. at first or at least i did i did too yeah, yeah. And i was like oh he sees dalton but jk he immediately runs away <laughs> and he ends up seeing himself yep turns out it was turns out it was josh mm-hmm. as a child um, also, how does that work? Yeah. What you see in the second one? What if? Oh, mm. has he been stuck in there the whole time? No. Oh. Mm-mm. But it, I, it's interesting now because I think of because it proposed a lot of questions for me as I'm rewatching it, and then I was like, oh wait, yeah, I remember that kind of gets a little answered in the second one. Okay. Um, but yes, he is. It's kind of like one of those like everything cyclical. Is like, Darth Maul in the second one? No. Good. Um, mm-mm. It's I'll probably of, like it better then. It's kind of like, uh, uh, what's the word? Like everything that happens happens kind of thing. Like it's all like, it's like the, it all has I stopped together. myself. Yeah. Like that child. Oh, like, you know, those movies where it's like. Time isn't linear. Yeah. And that thing happened and it was really me doing it to myself back then. And that's why it happened kind of mm-hmm. situation. Anyways. um, Yeah. 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 So um, he's led by little him to the old house that they used to live at. And he ends up walking in through the door. And this is when we get... Now, this to me was a bit like, why are we doing all this? Can we just... I, I don't know. But we have that family and, like, those ladies from the photos earlier that Tucker saw. And then, like, they're, like, you know, smiling. And then he's watching, I guess, Cheating. basically how, I guess, they died. One of the daughters killed the rest of the family and then, I guess, killed herself. I yeah. don't know. Went crazy. Whenever um, he first gets in the door, too, I wasn't paying attention. Mm. Um, I was, like, kind of writing yeah. notes. And the old lady that, like, kind of goes past him by the door, and there's a big, like, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sound. That jump scare kind of got me. Yeah. And there was a few moments here where there, because he even goes upstairs, and he just, like, hears that lady crying. Sees her in the corner, sees yeah. Sees her in the corner, and then she's gone. And then um, he ends up getting led up to the attic. Yep. And he that's sees a child, like, move outside the room and stuff, mm-hmm. and then... Oh, but yeah. And then he goes downstairs, sees that family. Like shoot them. And kills the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and then he sees that, that this is where he sees the red door. Right? Yeah. 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 After the family and everything, mm-hmm. he yeah, gets up to the attic, sees the red door. And then all of a sudden that licky face guy pops up in front of the door and is attacking him. Oh, that's right. And we can tell visibly that something's happening in the physical world, the real world, because his body's like convulsing and, and he's like making noises, gargling. And so he, he, uh, Renee starts talking to him is basically like, you know, Josh, like you can do this. Like, listen to my voice. Like we need to save our son. Dalton needs you. And so, it, and then and he Elise hears, says, Elise, you're yeah. stronger than they, they are. are. You're alive. And so then he basically is like, get away from me. And then just yeets this guy. Mm-hmm into oblivion and is able to go through the door and this is whenever we realize i guess this is the door to the demon's layer because yeah. everything in here is very like a demonic layer looking um yeah, very red the, the candle candles mm-hmm. it was like family of the opera very much so 
Um, and then he goes in there and we see that Dalton is like shackled to the floor. And it's like, so it's such a weird room because there's like a horse. There's like a bunch of different things. Which we see the horse was also in his drawings mm-hmm. and stuff. So he had Been ventured into this room before and then lived to like was able to get back to his body in time. And mm-hmm. then it was just this last time he wasn't. It's giving that like, I feel like. The, like, he actually accidentally stumbled into the demon slayer and then the demon took advantage of that and was like, well, I'll let you come here a few times and won't make myself noticeable and then like trapped him. Kind yeah. Of thing. I don't know. But um, Dalton's there. We have a little, little cute reunion. And then we see that the demon is like up in this like room that they can see from. I don't know what to call that, but. Um, it's like a little loft. Yeah, like a loft, essentially, but like glass. Honestly, in the with demon's the house was pretty cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, I'd decorate my house this way. <laughs> it's halfway there. I know. It had all the marionette dolls yeah. and stuff. And he, you can tell he's like, uh, what was he like, sewing stuff or what was he doing? Like making yeah. the dolls? Uh, he was sharpening his claws. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah, he was sharpening his fingers. He was going. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. But it looked like a sewing machine. Yeah. It, it did, did look like a sewing machine, it but like it had a saw on it. Um, and it was sharpening his like his, his fingers metal. were like metal that. claws. Yeah. yeah. Um and so we have him doing that and then Dalton, I love this this I love this line from Dalton when he's like, Oh crap, Dad. Or what does he say? He's like, he's looking right. He's at looking us. at us, yeah. And we see the demon looking at them. And he's and like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. His little the, snake tongue pops out. He's like doing that. And then he mm. just appears right next to the dad and then flings the dad. And then I love how we see his hoofs just like clop, clop, clippity coming clop. closer. And um yeah, it's kind of a the, a little just a little bit of a fight but not really because yeah he kind of gets past darth maul really, really easily. easily yeah and they just like sneaks out the back with uh dalton and now they're in the further the darkness and they're trying to find their way back home and this is whenever i believe renee still ca- is calling out to them she's like you know follow my voice yeah mm-hmm. yeah she's calling out to him and he's like able to get to that to the house that yeah, they're at now but dalton was like daddy i think that's mommy calling mm-hmm. for us and after yeah and because they all were the like spirits, getting surrounded all the spirits are coming around them and then they make it to the house but they have to go through the back door for some reason because i guess doors work in the spirit world I don't yeah. know how that happens. It was locked. Um, but they go in through the back door, and this is whenever he tells Dalton to like go to his go to his body, like you know you go. Uh, but we see that Josh is confronted by something that we do not see at this point. But he's like, "Oh, it's you," or something like that, or not you again, essentially. Yeah. Uh, but and then, then stuff is happening in the physical world too. Yeah. While all this is happening, ghosties are coming out from everywhere. Mm-hmm. The hand reaches out of that dish towel cabinet that either specs or tucker was looking into i think it was specs, it was specs. yeah and and then tucker's like in another room and he's seeing ghosts like and he's just kind of backing up yeah kind of situation um, and then all of a sudden ghosts are like coming down on this house mm-hmm. and then dalton gets inside the house though and basically is like being chased by this demon and mm-hmm. almost gets caught by the demon yeah he grabs his foot yeah from under, from the bed, under the but bed but he's able to like get away and then he gets over the bed and then the demon grabs him again and is like pulling him back. But thankfully he escapes. Mm-hmm. And then we get the demon like boom, 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 crawling mm-hmm. on the wall. Pretty scary. Yeah. And Dalton thankfully is makes it back to his body. Um, but not while, uh, you know, all the, 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 the crazy stuff is going on. Um, but that's whenever um, he makes it back to his body. We see that what the grandma and someone and Specs was in that bedroom with yeah, him, trying to like at block one point, the door. Elise like 
Elise was like, go check on Dalton. And That's they were right. like, what? And she was like, go check on Dalton. And they were like, what? And she was like, go fucking check on Dalton. It was Dex. Dex she, kept saying, what? Yeah. And I'm like, how many times she got to tell you? Damn. Yeah. He's like, like, just right go there. do it. Yeah. You heard what she said the first time. Does she pay your ch- write your check? But anyways. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they do. And they're I think because they think like they're trying to keep the spirits from going into his bedroom. They're trying to like block the door with the, his dresser and stuff. But that's whenever... Um, Dalton comes to and Lorraine's the first one to notice and she like picks him up and you know and Josh has made it back to his body as well but not before we see him looking through that window yeah and confronting that late the yeah. old lady and he was black. like you don't scare me anymore like you can't have me <clears throat> blah 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 this is over mm-hmm. and shit and so then you think okay he got back inside and gets into his body um you would think you would think because he comes to and everyone's like oh my gosh dalton's alive and, and everything seems like it's good now hunky dory mm-hmm. we're all back you know everyone's just living their lives yeah because, dalton's eating a shit ton of spaghetti because yeah, yeah also, he's got to be so hungry i guess spaghetti is quick enough i don't know i was like dang they made that spaghetti real fast that's all i gotta say maybe it was leftovers you know what could have been leftovers yeah but because uh, it's all like but anyways yeah because we have lorraine renee and dalton then we have um specs and tucker outside still like putting all the equipment up and then that's whenever we have miss elise talking to josh and then she's they're having that conversation and he hands her the camera or the photo he hands her something he hands her back the photos the and photos, he's like i guess yeah. i don't need these anymore that's right and that's when she notices something's off yeah um, i think it was his hand it was the fingernails looked, it looked old. old and so she was like and so then she's like yeah uh-huh. and she's like, i'll just put these away and then she digs and gets the camera out and she takes a picture of him and, and that's like, when he freaks out you bitch you know, why I'd... would you take a photo of me mm-hmm. you know you i don't, don't like that, that. Yeah. yeah and then ends up like strangling Choking her. her out and he's being really loud to the point where i was like how are y'all not running and how there yeah like how are lorraine and renee not hearing this because they kind of hear a little like but they but yeah and he's just choking her to death and then that's whenever renee comes to check on elise but she's dead Yep, she's dead. And she's been choked. She to death. sees uh she's looking all over the around the house. She's like, Josh, Josh, please, Josh, honey, I need you. And she can't find him anywhere. And that's whenever she goes back to the living room, picks up the camera and notices that the what well, hmm. I don't know what she saw. I guess she did see the lady in black, but we get like a flashback of like what just happened minutes before Elise took the photo and it was the lady in black in the photo instead of Josh. And then we hear him being like, honey. And then she just turns around and she says, Renee, I'm right here. Mm -hmm. Grabs her shoulder and then it rolls credits. And she's like, (gasps) and then then insidious. insidious. And that's the end. Yep. That's the end of that. Yep. Um, 2010 Insidious, Insidious directed have, by James Wan. Yes. I do have some fun facts. Yeah, let's go there first. Just let me get back to them. Um, this film was shot in just three weeks, and it shows. Wow. <laughs> That's a really fast schedule time. It like is. shooting time. Um, the film was originally going to be named The Further, which yeah. would have made sense too. Yeah. I think that would have been a perfectly fine name as well. Insidious is also good. It probably has a better ring to it. Yeah. Um, More commercial, I feel like, than the further. But yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 33 violins were used for the theme music. 
Mm. So, yeah, they use lots of strings. Um, in 2015, there was an insidious theme maze at Universal Studios Orlando for the annual event of Halloween Horror Nights. And the maze was based on the three insidious films that were released at that time. Oh, that's so that's cool. kind of fun that they had mm-hmm. Universal had that. I wouldn't mind going through that. That would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so this last one. I was talking with Mike. Mm-hmm. I asked his thoughts beforehand, what mm-hmm. he thought of the Insidious movies. And he was like, is that the one where the guy jumps off the film? And I was like, Bagul? Oh, And I was oh, like, sinister. no, that's Sinister. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, Because okay. he doesn't like those, right? Yeah, okay. I don't think he was the biggest fan of those. Yeah. And then he was like, this is the one. And I was like, it has Patrick Wilson in it. And he was like, oh, he was in it? And I was like, yeah, you know, like he also was in The Conjuring films. And he was like, The Conjuring. And he was like, that's the one with the red door, right? And I was like, nope, that's Insidious. Yeah. And he was like, I get all of those films. The Conjuring, Sinister. I can see that. All of them confused. And so James Wan, who directed this, both this film and Insidious Chapter 2 and The Conjuring and Conjuring 2, had The Conjuring in mind while directing the first Insidious movie. A number of coherent points can be spotted in both the first and the second Insidious movies where he was thinking of um, the conjuring already. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. Maybe he got a little ahead of himself. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, because he did create all of that, which is like kind of cool, but also I feel like suffers from now Mike being like, well, I get all of them confused because they yeah, all kind I of have remember. really the tonal, like the tonality of everything is kind of similar and, and visuals can kind of be kind of like the same, especially with like their sense of like um, their cinematography. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can see that. I like the conjuring a lot better though. Yeah. I feel like it's insidious 2.0 room to grow. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 There you go. I feel like that's definitely it. Um, and I feel like why I feel like Insidious kind of took a, uh, what's it, like a back, like it got put on the wayside. Yeah. Um, <laughs> damn, Kayla, I wasn't going to say that. It oh. just been like, took like a back burner. But, but yeah. Kind of like, they kind of were like, okay, we'll, we'll get to that later. But the, because they saw like the conjuring had like, cause then they became Annabelle and you know, all the other yeah. things, the, the, the nun, everything else that kind of branched out from that. I feel like they thought like, oh, okay, this is more doable yeah you know yeah exactly um but i guess we can also blame marvel for that because now everything wants to be a multiverse yeah so yeah there's that but anyways um yeah i see that i see that um boo rating wise i really did enjoy this movie when it first came out and i think honestly this time around i kind of liked it even better than Mm -hmm. when i first watched it that's fair um there is because there's certain things where i was like wow i didn't pay attention to that back in the day um but i can definitely see um when even watching it now where i was like some of it feels like you said kind of like two movies trying to like it was fighting for a a a genre that makes sense or Mm. like a a whatever because there were some moments where it was I guess especially more with Tucker and Specs and those kind of situations where it felt like they were being too cringy funny. If yeah. That makes sense that to fit along with the movie. But um, especially when these parents are like distraught <laughs> and they're just making jokes over here. Yeah. 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 And, and because like, and even the parents could could like you picked up on their like 
what are y'all like, talking what are about? You what are y'all doing? doing? Like our kid is our life isn't a joke. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. And they're like bantering the whole time. Yeah. Um, like a little old married couple bickering. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that I really enjoyed the because I I guess I like things that are more kind of like, oh, it's cool that he has like this witchy almost astral projection power and mm-hmm. he can go into this other realm. It's it seems original. But like also mixing all the other elements of horror, I guess I was kind of. And also at that time, 2010, like right before that, I feel like especially the early 2000s and like horror was really kind of like it didn't really have necessarily a a big um, hold on like on media, I guess. You know what I mean? Because I feel like even now horror has made a comeback for sure. Oh, yeah. But like back then, I feel like it kind of. It wasn't like it the was, 80s. It was like rom-coms and stuff were like the big deal. Yeah. Like everybody, there was rom-coms all the time back in the day. And I feel like horror, this was kind of a, a re-segue uh, into like people getting more into scary movies, I felt like. Um, yeah, with like The Haunting in Connecticut. I remember thinking that was a good comeback mm-hmm. for horror. But that was like what? Oh, six. Or was that 10? Was that 08? Maybe like the precipice of all that. But I would have to give this a 3.8. It's almost a 4 for me. A 3.8. 2009. So, okay. And in terms of um, story, in terms of the acting, I really grew to like the family. I thought it was a, a realistic family in a way. Um, and I like how they introduced us to two kids just to take them away for half the movie. Especially, I asked that, and I was like, I was like, where did the, the happen to Foster? Where's Foster and Callie? And he was like, uh, they're at Lorraine's house, right? But then Lorraine comes in to no, the no, picture, no. and I'm like, who I'm the like, fuck's taking care of them? them? No, um, and and I guess half the time they were supposed to be at school, but no, he he mentioned it. He was like child labor laws, Josh. I'm like, oh yeah, duh. <laughs> Oh. Of course, yeah. Like the like, kids couldn't yeah, be in like it too much. Ki- yeah, uh-huh. And I was like, oh, duh, that makes sense, I guess. Um, but, um, yeah, because yeah, they were so they young. they still had kids who were, like, the main character in films and got around child labor laws. Like, did it to where they could only, like, they only mm, filmed mm-hmm. so much, but they got a whole movie's worth of scenes out of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. But, um, yeah, that that's what happens. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.8. Overall, I feel like it's the inception of a pretty good film series. Some nice, solid ideas. I there were some points where I was generally had a little jumps. I wasn't saying I'm not, I'm not gonna say like I was terrified or anything of it really, but like how Bagul scared the fuck out of me with Sinister. Yeah, but um, Bagul was a scary monster. Very scary. His face creepy. And so I would give it the three point eight. Yeah. That's, I think that's all that, That's all I'll say. I'll let you have your, your take on it. This film was really hard for me to get through. Um, overall, I always say overall, it it wasn't a terrible film. Um, hey, say how you feel, <laughs> If you think it stinks, it stinks. It just, it's not my favorite. To me, it just felt really cheap. I didn't... I don't think, like, I had issues with, it just seemed like it had an, an, an identity crisis of a film. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the, I, I just can't get past the character design for Darth Maul. 
mm-hmm. um, or whatever this it never got actor. Yeah, think. let me see. Demon. I'll look it up while you're talking. The demon. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't really get past that. I think had it looked like anything else, I would have been able. It was kind of like the same thing for um, the Lady in Black. Okay. I couldn't get past that because they cast Daniel Radcliffe and they looked like Dementors. Mm, like, so it was like Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, the whole time I was just like, get your wit and wand out, Harry. Like, do something. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, like, get past that fact. It just looked too similar to another movie. Um, and so I think that was my issue with this one that I couldn't. I was just like, this is Darth Maul. Yeah. A poorly looks like somebody, like, I used to draw my brother's face faces as a kid. Yeah. Like I would paint their faces just when we were bored mm-hmm. and I would paint them like the crow a lot mm, and okay. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, They're remaking that. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like, I liked those films growing up. I think now I've never was, seen the crow. We oh, owned really? it on VHS, but I never watched it. It was, I remember liking it. It's been years now since I've seen it. So it'd probably have a lot of nostalgic value for me though. Mm. Um, but it looks like if I had decided to paint my brother's face like Darth Maul, mm, mm-hmm. that is what this demon looked like. His um, name is, okay, so the, it's Lipstick Face Demon. Oh, I did know that. It's Lipstick Face. Yeah. I have heard that before. Lipstick Face Demon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe he's just a gay demon. Yeah. It's, it reminds me, he reminded me very much of him from uh, Powerpuff Girls. Girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that him's character design a mm-hmm. lot better though um yeah i don't know i just couldn't really get past that and then again like i think i voiced my opinion well throughout the entirety of this recording um as to why i dislike this film um it i will say like it was it was like more of an original concept with the astral projection and everything like that and so i do i do like that fact um it was, you know, a little bit earlier and I think it did help. It's one of the ones that I feel like most people in our generation say like, oh, that movie terrified me. I'm so scared of it. Um, I just wasn't one of those people. Mm-hmm. I wasn't scared of it. I was laughing at it mm-hmm. and I still laughed at it this morning while I was watching it. So to me, it just was like, comical and had it been in on the joke and been with it like and like made it be more camp i would have probably enjoyed this film a lot more um but the fact that it was trying to take itself seriously while also being comical Mm -hmm. um was a little i don't know and i feel like that's kind of how i feel about a lot of james wan's films too i feel like this is not the first movie of his that i've disliked I think that's his sense of style maybe in a sense yeah, yeah. but then he does other things good mm-hmm. and does them well like the conjuring mm-hmm. he which doesn't necessarily have too much of like a levity to it like in a comedy sense i think the only levity you no. get in those films is really just like when it's, you see the kids playing together and you see like they're happy as a family and yeah they love i mean love. you get the sheriff the sheriff the sheriff and the banter with the gay tension that was between Oh, him and yeah, groovy yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. disco man yeah, who yeah, was yeah. also hitting on the daughter yeah 
Okay. So you get but, that. But, but even then, it's not really that much. No. Yeah, which but, I and see. it was fitting for it's the film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, if they would have done that with this, it probably would have been better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But overall, for me, it just wasn't my favorite watch. And there was at one point when I paused the film and because I just needed to go eat some food or mm-hmm. something and was like, holy fuck, I still have 51 minutes of this. <laughs> this is gonna be tough i was like god damn it (laughs) but it i mean it was it was all right and maybe like i appreciate more facts like having talked through it with you a little bit but it didn't change my mind on my overall feelings of this film and you know i definitely went in with a bias knowing that i disliked it and yeah, I was hoping that I was hoping my opinion would change. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping it would, but to me, it just—it's not the film for me. It's not the film for me. Huh. So, what would you rate it? I don't know, <laughs> Caitlin. It's okay. You can give it a low rating. It's fine. It's your opinion. Your opinion's val- valid. I think. What did I give? The Devil Made Me Do It a one point five. I think or that or one point eight. I think but I enjoyed The Devil Made Me Do It more. Even more? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Even though I had a lot of issues with The Devil Made Me Do It. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious to watch that film again. No, I wouldn't. I don't want to watch it again. It was pretty bad. It was. I think oh, 1.2. 1.2? No. That's fine. No, that feels too low. It wasn't awful. I just don't like it. I'll give it a one. Point eight. A one point eight? Yeah. And I gave it a three point eight. Three point eight. So that brings it to a two. Two, right? We'll just call it a two. It'll get a two. Yeah. Two boo two 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 overall a two boo rating from your boo bays. Um and I mean it's okay that like it just was it didn't hit the spot for you and that sometimes they just don't. Um and everybody has And maybe I'll like it more once I watch the second one and it fills in some of the holes. I'm a like, little bit. I feel like you're about to hate the next three weeks. <laughs> um, no. But I I think maybe it will give you a different understanding. Or I don't know. Because, I, I mean, honestly. Honestly, if Lipstick huh, Face Demon's not, not in, in he's it. Not, he's, not, he's not in the second one. He won't make a return for this one. Well, hopefully the they do one. a better job with his face makeup. Um. No. It's... It's a little different, sure, but not really. No, mm. Mm-mm, no, it's it's kind of pretty much the same thing. But it's also it's I feel like the role is a bit meatier, so it's not as um, heavy with the like. Because I feel like in this one we even mentioned it's like wow we defeated Lipstick Demon pretty easy. Yeah, but just... that's because L- L- Lipstick Demon holds a grudge. Mm. <laughs> Let's just Lipstick don't forget. He don't forget, and so that's why there's a return ten years later. Um, but um, the, the the newer one kind of I think also ha- delves more into like the astral projection side of it and like the possession side of it than these do. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's definitely more possessed time in the other one, the newer one. But anyways, we'll get there when we get there. But yeah, yeah. so um, I think I'll I think I might have a deeper appreciation for these films once I see that. So a, a two from us and then spoiler alert we're going to be covering insidious chapter two and we're going to be covering insidious chapter five it's uh it's not called chapter five but insidious uh the red door 
because that ties into the storyline where Insidious number three and number four are separate storylines that are prequels that tie into each other that tell Elaine's side of the story and how she came into Elise. Elise, sorry, okay. Elise's side of the her her story and how she came into this world of like you know chasing ghosts and spirits and so yeah and also more on. It's just they do a really good job of telling different storylines, but it still ties in with the first one um, and how she ends up knowing um, Josh's mom, Lorraine, oh. and how they she gets a tie with them. Mm. Mm-hmm. So cool. it all kind of circles in a, little, a, a bit. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, once again, we are in the lovely um, Rogue Media Network studio where they take good care of us and have so many more podcasts other than ours, which you can check those out on roguemedianetwork.com. That's right. Or you can listen to us and all those amazing podcasts on the on wherever you get your podcasts. But the biggest two platforms are Apple and also Spotify. And wherever you do listen, don't forget to rate, review, like, and subscribe. And then also word of mouth, tell your friends about us because that is the only way we can get ahead in this world. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, if you want to let us know your thoughts on Insidious, why you like the films, why you didn't like the films, um, and if you want your thoughts to be read uh on the podcast for insidious chapter two or behind or the red door. door. Um, you can reach out to us on our one social media platform, which is Instagram. And that is at boo bays podcast at B O O B A E S podcast. Cause we're your boo bays at your boo babes. That's right. And yeah, next time we'll be covering insidious chapter two. Mm -hmm. So look forward to that. And until next time you guys. Bye bays. Bye bays. And now, a word from our sponsors.